Monday morning, and you know what that means, dreamers. Welcome back to the Isolation Station. Well, this is Does Does Disney, and I'm your host. It's me. It's me. It's the DOZ. Landon the Dazdone kicking your week off the right way with a little bit of news coming out of the House of the Mouse in Orlando, Florida, talking Walt Disney World. And yes, twas the Monday before Christmas. Um, and I guess just right off the top, this is going to be the last episode of this year because uh, this is the first time I've looked at a calendar for the rest of the month. And I realized uh, next Sunday, the day I generally record a podcast on, uh, happens to be Christmas Day itself. So uh, I'm going to be a little bit selfish and decide not to record on Christmas. And then the following Sunday, the day, again, I generally record on, turns out to be New Year's Day. And uh, I'm being completely honest, we'll probably not be in any shape to record a podcast on New Year's Day itself. So this is going to be the final episode of the year 2022 for Does Does Disney. And if that wasn't enough of a bummer, um, uh, I'm by myself this week. Uh, Steffers is still off gallivanting around the country. And uh, Justin Monreal, who has been gracious enough to join me on the last couple of episodes of Does Does Disney... Um, uh, getting ready for Christmas because it is kind of a busy time of the year. Totally understand that. Uh, and hopefully both of them will be back with us when we do resume regularly scheduled podcasting. Uh, don't hold it against me that we're not going to be here the next couple weeks, but 2023, we will be back. I was going to say better than ever, but I mean, y'all know the quality that I crank out on this podcast. So I'm just going to say we'll be back. How about that? Don't want to lie to you. But speaking of looking at the calendar, this is something that I want to start now, the end of 2022, and take into the year 2023. This is something that I want to talk about if there's a date pertaining to something important to the resorts that happened in the years past. Um, For example, on Tuesday, December the 20th, Did you know that in 1991, Disney's old Key West Resort opened? So if you're down there, you know, celebrating the most magical time of the year and it's a Tuesday, you could be like, hey, guess what? Happy birthday, old Key West Resort. So, uh, yeah, there you go. What other podcast is going to tell you that? I mean, probably, probably a lot, but but don't, don't, don't tell me that. I thought it was a good idea and I thought it was neat. So uh, we'll continue to do that uh, into next year. Um, uh, But uh, I'll say it again at the end of the episode, but I'll say it right here. I hope you and your family have an amazing Merry Christmas. If y'all celebrate Christmas, if you don't celebrate Christmas, hope you have an amazing and safe holidays. Um, uh, Regardless, whatever you're celebrating, I hope this is an amazing time of year for you and your family, and uh, thank you so much for coming along for the ride. But before we get to the end of the episode, I know y'all came here for a little bit of Disney news, and there is a little bit of Disney news to talk about as we close up shop on the year of 2022. Particularly, apparently, I'm a wizard because once again, I have spoken something into existence. Let's flash back to last week's episode. We were talking about how DuckTales World Showcase Adventure was, according to Disney, going to make its debut by the end of 2022. And I'm like, uh, Disney? Wow, a lot of calendar talk. If you look at the calendar, uh, you're going to realize 2022 is quickly running out of days for DuckTales World Showcase Adventure 
to make its debut in Epcot. Well, uh, Disney said, how does December 16th sound to make the debut of Scrooge McDuck, of Huey, Dewey, Louie, and the rest of the DuckTales crew for this interactive game in Epcot? Because it is now live. Disney describes DuckTales World Showcase Adventure as, quote, join Scrooge McDuck, his nephews, and friends as they travel around Epcot World Showcase on a quacky quest <clears throat> to find the seven plunders of the world and return them to their rightful owners. This expedition is about adventure and faraway destinations, not plunder. Life is better when we explore the world around us. The treasures are hidden in each country pavilion. We're talking Mexico, Norway, China, Germany, Japan, France, and the United Kingdom. Each country has three assignments and one finale. Each mission takes approximately 25 to 30 minutes to complete. Guests are encouraged to replay countries at their leisure, or more accurately pronounced leisure, as they are as there are variables to the set of missions a guest can receive. When a country is completed, guests will receive an achievement within the Disney Play app. Once all countries have been completed, guests will unlock a final mission which is playable within the app itself. Now, a lot of talk on the Disney Play app. Um, you might remember this is replacing the Phineas and Ferb Agent P World Showcase Adventure, which closed in February of 2020 right before the whole world caught fire. Um, and if you remember the Agent P World Showcase Adventure, it had a physical, I guess, launch location, a recruitment center for the lack of a better term. As of this recording, the DuckTales World Showcase Adventure is locked exclusively within the Play Disney Park app. So if you want to experience the adventures of Scrooge McDuck and the DuckTales gang, this is an app you're going to have to download and have up to date. So it does feature this as well. If you look around the different showcases where these are featured, uh, again, Mexico, Norway, China, Germany, Japan, France, United Kingdom, you can see some pretty cool, I guess, statues for the lack of a better term. Uh, we got Scrooge, man in a, man in a gun. Uh, you got the nephews spread out. Uh, one of them's crammed in a uh, lantern, which is pretty funny. Um, you can see them featured in each of these countries, but uh, it has been noted the gameplay in each of the countries follows the, a similar pattern. The introduction of an artifact, a conflict with a villain, and then three missions that will take you to different places to recover an artifact. And then again, a finale mission occurs often with a physical prop or effect where the artifact is recovered. And there are seven missions, again, seven missions for the seven different countries it's featured in and seven artifacts that guests will, quote, help their favorite ducks with. So um, uh, if you're a fan of DuckTales, if you're a fan of these interactive experiences, um, this is now live in Epcot. So, uh, and it's free. As we pointed out last week on the show, um, still not free to get into Epcot. Doubt it will ever be free to get into Epcot, but this is something you and your family can do uh, once you get into the parks. If, you know, say uh, your teenager is, you know, not of drinking age and isn't super enthused about, you know, not eating and drinking around the world. They could possibly uh, find, you know, playing the DuckTales World Showcase Adventure game. Might find it fun. Um, each of the seven countries, again, 25 to 30 minutes to complete. And uh, there does seem to be some replayability. So 
Check it out, and if you do check it out, get at us on Twitter at DawsDoesDisney at LandDaws and let us know what you think. I'm very interested to see what this is about. And again, good on Disney for actually uh, meeting the 2022 deadline, because I'll be honest, I had my doubts. Because as we've seen with Disney and their deadlines, sometimes it's more of a suggestion as opposed to a uh, actual deadline. You know? All right, let's hop on a banshee head over to the Animal Kingdom and talk about the number one movie in the world. Um, I don't have box office returns when I'm recording this, but uh, I'm going to estimate that Avatar The Way of Water made $165 million domestically this week. And regardless, Avatar The Way of Water, big time winner at the box office. The reason I bring this up Creator James Cameron recently sat down for an interview with Variety, and the question came up, the Avatar Way of Water is a new Avatar movie, and us Disney Park fans, we know and love Pandora, the world of Avatar, in Disney's Animal Kingdom. Is there going to be any, you know, okay, we see this in Way of Water, is this going to show up in the parks? And James Cameron has actually already pitched ideas to Bob Iger. From this interview with Variety, James Cameron said, quote, when Bob Iger came back a couple weeks ago, I did send him an email and said, you know, we can do Avatar 2 and 3 motifs and put them into the physical hardware of Avatar Flight of Passage. He liked that idea. So nothing has been decided, but, you know, we would like to carry that along and update it from time to time with things that flow back out of the new movies because I think there's a good synergy between the physical base where you can just kind of meditate and be on Pandora and how the movies progress the story and bring a new imagery in quote. Now, I think this is a phenomenal idea from Cameron that he's A, open to it, B, he's already pitched it to Iger, C, Iger seems to be open to the idea, and D, particularly on Flight of Passage, I see a lot of similarities with something like Star Tours. This is a movie slash projection type attraction. This isn't something where you have to go in and physically install new animatronics or you have to change the track or install a new, you know, loop or something like that. Um... Because it is a video simulator ride, it, in theory, switching out a segment of the film or even developing something completely new for The Way of Water, it seems more feasible than completely developing a new attraction. So I love the fact that Cameron is already forward thinking with this and that Iger, and you would think in theory, Disney is open to this idea because kind of like what Jay was talking about on last week's episode, he can't be the only one out there that is very neutral on the films of Avatar, but is very excited about the possibility of what could be added to the world of Pandora in Disney's Animal Kingdom. Because, I mean, like, if you've been fortunate enough to go to Pandora in Animal Kingdom, I mean, like, that is that is a very special experience. Pandora is a unique attraction, a unique world to experience. And we've already seen food and drink offerings inspired by the way of water. But I mean, it's easy to have food and drinks, quote, inspired by a film. And heck, I mean, we've even seen a new tree of life projections, but that's much easier 
to do than, you know, adding additions to the ride. But again, I go back to the whole similarities of something like Star Tours. Whenever there was a new Star Wars movie that came out, movie, not, you know, series, where we haven't seen, you know, Grogu and Mando and people from Andor pop up or anything like that, dot, 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 yet. But whenever we got a new Star Wars movie, we got something new for Star Tours. And I liked the fact that they always kept Star Tours fresh. So, I mean... If Disney wants to keep cranking out, you know, Avatar movies, and I famously said Avatar The Way of Water, 13 years later, we're getting the sequel that nobody asked for. If they want to keep cranking these out, at least give us something new on, a, on an attraction like Flight of Passage. And plus, it's like, I'm willing to bet. It's like, I haven't seen The Way of Water yet. I'm willing to bet if you've been on Flight of Passage, you might have already seen some of the quote-unquote new stuff we get to see in the way of water because the ride flight of passage there's a whole section where i mean you like get right up in the water and you see some some sea life as 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 you fly your banshee like through the waves and right up on and and i mean you you almost like surf the waves and stuff like that so i'm i'm super excited to see what could come with an addition of the way of water to flight of passage so hopefully this this isn't just james cameron saying you know yeah, yeah, this 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 could happen, and, and, and I like the idea of it happening. I hope in the future this actually does happen. So uh, definitely be interested to see how this story does, I guess, unfold in the future. So we'll see. Now, if you are down at the parks right now, uh, once again, first of all, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Uh, and second of all, holy Lord, um, all those people. Am I right? Because right now, historically, Disney, like, this is one of their busiest times of the year. But Disney, they realize this is one of their busiest times of the year. So Disney has thrown a whole bunch of park reservations back into the quote-unquote pool, so to speak, uh, for most of the parks. Um, so if you do want to go down there um, on a last-minute trip and you checked earlier in the year, and saw some park reservation, not so much. Maybe give it a double check now because Disney has refill, refill, uh, refilled that pool of park reservations um, th for most of the parks through the end of the year. Um, and on the annual pass side of the equation, all four parks are available for the remainder of the year as of this recording. This is in addition to the unprecedented bonus reservation availability that Disney World recently added. So if you are heading down to Disney, just know uh, you and almost everybody you know is going to be down there. But at the same time, celebrating Christmas, celebrating the New Year down in Disney, I'd have to imagine, very cool experience. Something I've never been fortunate enough to do. And quite frankly, there's a lot of people. I don't know if that's something I ever want to do because of said people. But at the same time, uh, if you do want to try and head down there and were, I guess, shut out on the park reservation system, uh... Maybe give it another shot. Might be able to uh, get a different answer this time. So uh, this one, this one kind of uh, caught me off guard this week. And actually, this is uh, this is the real reason why uh, Justin Monorail is not on the podcast this week because he's already uh, picked out his spot in Epcot where he can be the first in line to uh, torch the barges. Because Epcot's nighttime spectacular is not long for this world and has been added to the lineup of offerings that will end at the conclusion of the Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary on March 
2023. Now, if you remember when Harmonious first was announced and first launched, Harmonious was supposed to be around for the long term. Harmonious was supposed to be the new nighttime event in Epcot. But the Harmonious hardware has proven to be um, uh, unsightly, let's just say, in the middle of the World Showcase Lagoon. If Justin were here, I would sit back and, uh, you know, probably go do a load of laundry because he would go on a 15-minute diatribe about those dang barges. Um, and now Disney would say, oh, the barges, uh, there's going to be a daytime fountain effect to offset the barges completely ruining those picturesque shots across the World Showcase Lagoon. Unfortunately, those daytime fountain effects never came to fruition. And while the show itself, I personally dig Harmonious and critics seem to also like Harmonious, um, it never really met or lived up to the hype or the expectations of the 50th anniversary, which is something that could also be said for the show in the uh, Magic Kingdom as well. But uh, if you go on the My Disney Experience app right now, Harmonious is listed within the Don't Miss Your Chance to See section, along with the Beacons of Magic, Mickey's Celebration Cavalcade, and the 50th Anniversary Merchandise. As of now, it is expected that Harmonious will conclude sometime in the spring, though as of this recording, a date has not been announced, but we're speculating that a Disney 100 anniversary show will be debuting later in 2023, but it's unclear what the long-term nighttime show in Epcot will be. So, um, uh, and also it's not clear what's going to happen to the daggone barges. So, uh, where you start dancing on their graves there, Justin, uh, maybe slow your roll and let's see what happens. Uh, it is interesting that the beacons of magic are being listed in the don't miss your chance to see section. Uh, mm, I understand those are part of the 50th anniversary, but I, I always kind of dug those beacons of magic. I always thought they were, uh, pretty dang cool, but I do understand they're part of the 50th anniversary celebration though. Uh, I am, I am glad to see that the, uh, lights on my girl, the Epcot ball spaceship earth are not listed because, uh, if they ever did something to those lights on the Epcot ball. Oh, Bob Iger. Bob Iger, be very, very careful. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, moving on. Uh, last week, we talked about the first after-hours events in Hollywood Studio selling out. We can now add a second one. Last week, we talked about Wednesday, January 4th, the kickoff of the After Hours events in Hollywood Studios selling out. Well, now the second one, Wednesday, January 14th, has sold out as well. This one is noteworthy because this one was the quote-unquote cheap option, selling out at $129 for everybody. And if you're a DVC member or an annual pass holder, you could get in for $99. But you do still have uh, quite a few options starting on January 18th, running through April 19th. Um, it looks like every Wednesday in that uh, time frame. As of this recording, don't see any Magic Kingdom dates that have sold out, but as we saw for Mickey's Not So Scary, as we saw for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas, um, those After Hours events ended up selling out. Now, granted, those After Hours events 
compared to these after hours events in Hollywood Studios in Magic Kingdom. Those are two different things, but at the same time, they're still after hours events. I feel like by the end of these after hours events, we're gonna see more sellouts than we don't. So if this is something you and your party, you do wanna get in on, I would recommend getting your ticket while you still have the opportunity, you have the availability to get your ticket, especially if you wanna try and get in on one of the cheaper options. We already saw the cheapest price point in Hollywood Studios come off the board. If you wanna try and get in on the cheaper option in Magic Kingdom, which compared to Hollywood Studios isn't nearly quote unquote the cheaper option, uh, you're going to be looking at Ooh, um, uh, either 135 for opening night of January 9th, or it looks like Monday, January 23rd at 145. And then if you're a DVC member or an AP, that's going to be 105 and 115, respectively, on the 9th and the 23rd. Act now while you can, because I, as I said, talking all through Mickey's very merry Christmas. Mickey's not so scary Halloween. I would hate for something. This is something you and your party were looking forward to and you just missed out on, or y'all had budgeted for a specific price point and you just miss out on that. So get in while the getting is good, so to speak, if you get what I'm saying. Okay, we're talking about some after hour events in 2023. Let's talk a little bit more about things to come next year in 2023. One of my favorite shows in all of the Walt Disney World Resort, the Festival of the Lion King in Animal Kingdom. They're going to be adding more shows for you and your family to get in on. Disney appears to be ramping up showtimes for the popular show in the Animal Kingdom, starting December 26th, so a little bit before 2023, there will now be eight showtimes per day, and that does include weekdays, which typically they've been dropping the 1 p.m. showtime that they had been having during the weekend. Before COVID-19 impacted Disney World staffing levels, Animal Kingdom typically, they were having nine showtimes a day, so they're still not to the point that they were before the World cut fire as I vaguely wave my arms behind me, but they're inching closer and closer back to where they were. Now, according to Disney World's website, there will be nine showtimes per day on December 29th, the 30th, January 1st, and 2nd, going back to eight showtimes per day. I, I have to imagine they're anticipating crazy crowd levels during that time, so they want to have that extra showtime so guests can get in and see this phenomenal show. If you've never seen the Festival of the Lion King, highly recommend it. Take time out of your day to see this phenomenal, phenomenal show. Uh, cannot recommend it enough. When I took the Lotus down uh, on her trip, it was one of her biggest highlights when we were down for the entire trip was seeing the Festival of the Lion King. Um, uh, another thing, if you're going to be down in 23, particularly in the first couple weeks of January 2023 in the Magic Kingdom, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, they're going to be shutting down for a short refurbishment window. Big Thunder Mountain Railroad is going to be closed starting January 9th, and they're going to be reopening on January 14th. The refurbishment, just short maintenance, and there are no 
significant changes expected. So they're not overhauling the story. They're not changing the write-up. They're just, you know, tightening some screws and bolts and, you know, hitting it with some WD-40. They're making it smooth for Big Thunder. Big fan of that attraction. And then finally, when it comes to attractions that are going to be shutting down starting in 2023, again on January 9th, uh, this is an attraction unlike Big Thunder that I'm a fan of. This is an attraction I am not a fan of at all. Cali River Rapids. Cali River Rapids shutting down for a multi-month refurbishment starting on January 9th. A reopening date has not been identified, but the refurbishment will last through at least late February 2023. As I said, Cali River Rapids, not my favorite attraction, but I don't want to rain on your parade if this is something y'all dig. Just because it's not for me doesn't mean it's not for thee. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, you know, it's not surprising that a water attraction is going to be shut down going through its regularly scheduled maintenance in the beginning of January. You just kind of have to expect it at this point. But if you are a fan of Cali River Rapids, make plans to, uh, I guess, not <laughs> ride that attraction starting January 9th, running through uh, pretty much the end of February 2023. And then finally, last little bit of uh, Disney news I want to talk about for the year of 2022. Um, update on a themed restaurant coming to Disney's Hollywood Studios. We're talking Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. Uh, the opening has been delayed to the spring of 2023, and uh, we got a look inside the restaurant. Disney announced that the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue in Toy Story Land, obviously, uh, has been delayed until the spring of 2023, and Disney put out the following announcement. Quote, Andy's Backyard is getting ready for more toys. Roundup Rodeo Barbecue will open in spring of 2023 to welcome guests for delicious barbecue and toy-sized fun. We're excited to share more details about the world's first Toy Story table service restaurant coming to Toy Story Land in Disney's Hollywood Studios. Here's a closer look at Roundup Rodeo Barbecue and how Imagineers collaborated with Disney Pixar Animation Studio and Walt Disney World Food and Beverage to design this one-of-a-kind dining experience. Using his imagination, Woody's Roundup Toys and other playthings, Andy has built a rodeo restaurant for all his pals. We're excited for guests to enter the dining room and discover just how much fun Andy had creating a rollicking place for honorary toys to enjoy barbecue-inspired comfort foods served family-style with platters of house-smoked meats, a roundup of sides, and some miniature sweet surprises along the way. In this wild western setting, you can find a steam train supported by colored pencils, a suspiciously impressive house of cards, and game boards featuring beloved characters from the Toy Story films. To fill the stands with his rodeo arena, Andy has decorated the cardboard boxes with hand-drawn audience members. The dining room will also feature the rodeo star performers Jessie, Trixie, and Bo Peep with her leaping sheep, Billy, Goat, and Gruff. Um, looking at these pictures, if you're a fan of Toy Story, I feel like this is going to be something you definitely want to check out. And I'll be honest, I was kind of on the fence of another barbecue offering in Walt Disney World. It's like, okay, whatever. I mean, 
You can get barbecue anywhere in America. It's like, hell, I'm from East Tennessee. We got pretty dang good barbecue in my own backyard. But with the Toy Story theming and the ambiance and with them working with Disney Pixar Animation Studios, um, I think this is going to be something you're going to want to experience if you're a fan of Toy Story like I am. It's like, I, like apparently they even designed a full comic strip about Woody's adventure uh, and Andy has quote unquote used it as part of the dining room ceiling. And like, I think stuff like that is going to be cool. Hopefully the food lives up to the atmosphere. It lives up to the ambience. It lives up to the gimmick for the lack of a better term. Because, you know, sometimes with these type of dining experiences, you go for the gimmick as opposed to the food. But I like like this is something I'm definitely going to at least want to try once. But there is something I did notice in uh, in this statement from Disney. Um, it's going to feature Trixie. And I don't want to be, you know, uh, well, actually, Disney uh, wasn't Trixie. Um, the, the, the little girl Bonnie's toy, not Andy's toy. Um, just, just just wanted to point that out there and uh, show that I am a massive nerd. And I didn't have to point out that I'm a massive nerd. I've uh, talked for 30 minutes by myself about Walt Disney World into a microphone. And I thank you all so much for uh, listening. But uh, before I wrap up shop for 2022... Oh my god, 2022 is almost over, y'all. Um, since the next time we're going to be talking, let's let's go ahead and look forward to the year 2023. Uh, this is going to be a new year for all of us. It's going to be a new year for the Walt Disney World Resort. It's going to be a new year under a new CEO, Bob Iger. So I want to ask you, the lovely listener, what do you want to see from Walt Disney World in the next year. You could you could throw out a couple things. Heck, throw out the, the more the merrier cuz cuz you know the more the merrier gives me more to talk about. Um but if you have to choose one thing specifically, what is the one thing you want to see What is the one thing you want to see from Walt Disney World and why? If you've listened to this podcast, this shouldn't come as any surprise to you. You know the one thing that I want Disney to do is to get rid of the park reservation system. I, I, I'm not a fan of it. I don't think their justification why they have it, I don't think it works. I, I, I think their, their reasoning is, is kind, of a, kind of a load of crap. But, but, but since, since you knew that was where I was going... If I had to, if I had to choose one thing, a New Year's resolution, if you will, for uh, for Walt Disney World, I want them to make the resolution that annual passes will start being resold to the public, and not just to Florida residents. I'm talking everybody, everybody. If you, if you got the cash money, if you got the Disney dollar dues to put up for an AP, Disney, let them do it. That would be my New Year's resolution for Walt Disney World. 
And I know Bob Iger, you you listen to this podcast. Thank you so much for the five star review. Oh, so so be like Bob Iger and leave us a five star review. I, I promise you, not all these episodes are just a weirdo screaming into a microphone for now almost uh, forty minutes about Walt Disney World. Um, but uh, yeah, um, uh, leave us uh, what your New Year's resolution for for Walt Disney World would be. Uh, get at us on the social. At Daz Does Disney. At Landaz. At It's Steffers. Uh, at Justin underscore Monorail. At the PHL Pod. That's going to be relaunching. I uh, think it's January 10th. If it's not, I'm sure Justin will send out a tweet to correct me. But regardless, you should follow all of those wonderful people, my co hosts, my friends. My chosen family, I love both of those people with all my heart. They're amazing people. I could not do this show. Well, I kind of just did this show without them. But I couldn't have made it this far without either of them. Um, uh, hmm. Yeah, just, I guess, shutting down for the year 2022. Um, I want to thank my uh, my family here in Knoxville for uh, supporting me and there's been a lot of dark stuff behind the scenes, especially here recently, guys. Uh, got really, really dark family-wise, and and I'm 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 not gonna get into it, you know, because you know that this isn't why you guys come here. But uh, couldn't do this without my family. Couldn't do this without my friend. Shout out to the smoking hot girlfriend, um, uh, Lindsay. We'll be back on the podcast at some point. We got another trip coming up and. Holy Lord, it's going to be six weeks by the time I rejoin y'all in uh, 2023. Uh, we'll be talking about that at some point. I'm, uh, I'm thankful for my job. Um, people at Cumulus Knoxville uh, on the Phil Show. <sighs> Beats a real job. Um, uh, I'm thankful for y'all, the listener that uh, comes along every week. This truly is a labor of love. And uh, I love doing it for y'all. And I love y'all. And I hope you and your family have a uh, Merry Christmas, if y'all celebrate Christmas. An amazing Hanukkah, if y'all celebrate Hanukkah. Uh, an amazing Kwanzaa, if you celebrate Kwanzaa. What, what, whatever you're celebrating this time of year, I hope it's a special one. And I hope you can do it with the people that you love. And uh, yeah, it's been a good year, guys. We've had some ups. We've had some... We've had some downs, but, oh, it's definitely, uh, it's been interesting, but it's been fun. And uh, y'all are part of the reason it's been fun. So I am uh, guess I'm just going to hit the plugs. Uh, you know, I've, I've already plugged my Twitter. I plugged my job. So uh, at this point, I guess I just say, thank a cast member. Thank a team member. Disney and Universal. Pay your cast members and team members a living wage and treat them like the rock stars that they are. We love coming down to your parks. Some of us, we even tolerate spending all of our money down at your parks. But, you know, without the cast members, without the team members, none of what you have happening goes on. So take care of them because they take care of us, your customers. It'd be decent to each other. You don't know how far a kind word or a kind gesture will go. Um, you don't know what everybody else has going on in, in, in their lives. 
and uh, costs you nothing to be decent. So uh, be decent, y'all, especially this time of year. Be good for goodness sakes. Or uh, David Harbour from Violent Nights is going to come around and uh, hit you with the sledgehammer. By the way, that is a really fun movie. Like, like, like that is that is going to be a, a yearly Christmas movie. Oh, by the way, uh, watch Ernest Saves Christmas this 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 week. That is that is my favorite Christmas movie. That and uh, A Muppet's Christmas Carol. I'm all over the place this week. And uh, take care of yourself. Not talking just physically. I'm talking mentally too. Your mental health is just as important as your physical health. Sometimes more so, especially this time of year. It can it can it can be really hard on some people. And sometimes those people they carry it silently. So again, going back to being decent to each other, but again, be decent to yourself. And breathe. Have a little bit of fun. And if you can do both of those things, that's all I want for Christmas this year. It would mean the world to me. So, you know what? Not just for Justin, not just for Steffers, for you. For you, the lovely listener. Because y'all are the best. My name is Landon Doan. Thank you so much for coming along this year. 2022's been a hell of a ride. Here's to 2023. We're going to do it up even bigger. You've been great. We've been Daz Does Disney. Stay tuned for the secret sound, you Jedi scum. Oh, I think I blacked out there for 15 minutes. That was weird. Dang, Delish, what type of headline is that? This is what it means if you see a pickle ornament on a Christmas tree? I'll tell you what it means. Somebody has really bad taste in Christmas ornaments. Saved you a click on that one there, Cujo. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. It's apparently I'm a wizard. You know, there's there's a lot of stuff I can do well. Heck, there's even a couple things I can do very well. But when it comes to graphic design, that is one thing I cannot do at all. Thankfully, I have a friend in Matt and love of the mouse multimedia. You know and love their work. The sleek and soon-to-be-beloved logo for this very podcast, Does Does Disney, that was them. The classic Morning Monorail logo and all its variants, that was Love of the Mouse too. And not only does Love of the Mouse have an incredible talent for graphic design, they're easy to work with and collaborate. They listen to your ideas and suggestions, then they bring them to life. So if you're looking to start your own blog, podcast, YouTube channel, Etsy shop, whatever creative outlet that you're thinking of, Love of the Mouse can help your brand to stand out in the crowd. Connect with Matt on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by searching Love of the Mouse Multimedia or at L-O-T-M Multimedia or visit loveofthemousepodcast.com or email loveofthemousepodcast at gmail.com to contact him about your design needs. We're talking logos, social media promos, advertisements, websites, and so much more. And if you're uh, looking for some more awesome Disney content, make sure and subscribe to his show, Love of the Mouse Podcast, on your favorite streaming applications. And tell him the Dawes sent you. I, I, I don't know if that'll get you anything. I've just always wanted to say that. Yeah.